Welcome to the Numa Church Podcast. For more information on all things Numa, please contact us on our website, numa.church. Now get ready for another inspirational message. For the next few minutes, I just want to speak to you. Just for a couple of minutes, and then we're going to eat lots of food. There's nothing quite like coming to church, then eating lots of food, and then having an afternoon nap. Hey, I love Christmas so much. And Christmas time is all about Jesus. As much as presents and gifts and everything are amazing. Christmas is about the love of God. And I remember when I first saw my wife. That's right. And we fell in love. <laughs> and when you fall in, when I saw my wife, I didn't think about she wasn't my wife at the time. <laughs> but you don't think about how little you can do when you fall in love. I'm working another job. Just to be able to give my wife a gift. See, when you fall in love, you don't think about how little you can get away with. You actually want to do so much. And God's love is so much greater than even our love with one another. It's an extravagant kind of love. It's not a love that just is trying to get something from us. But it's a love that says he gave himself for us. So just in the next five minutes, I want to give you three things about the love of God. The first one is this. I'm going to use a ladder. Ta-da! It's not a big ladder. It's pretty small, actually. But see, some people have this view. And they have this view about God that uh, you have to do a certain amount of things. That if you live really good, you, you're a good guy or a good woman. That, that maybe you'll go up one step. Maybe if you pray and, and then you really help the poor people then, then maybe you go, you're all looking at me wondering is he going to fall? You, maybe you go to the second step Wow, you're, you're going up And we have this view about God that we have to work our way up to God and every other religion or philosophy would say that if, if you can earn it, if, if you work, if you be good enough, then, then maybe at one point you will be able to reach God or something. But 
that's not the gospel. The gospel says this. That you don't have to work your way to God. God came down to you. So God's love is a love that meets you right where you're at. Some people say to me, Jesse, I can't go to church because if anyone knew what I thought about or what I've done, I wouldn't be allowed in. Or maybe if God knew really what's going on inside of me, it, it's not good. But see, the problem is if we focus on how much we love God, I only have to wait one day till I make a mistake. I'm going to be really good. I'm going to be really good, really good. And then Monday, I'm like, oh no. Made a mistake. And I'm so focused on how well I can love God. But if we change the way we think, and what the Word of God says, it says it's way more about how much God loves you than how much you can love God. Because you'll keep striving, keep trying to do it, keep doing it in your own strength. But the truth of God's love is He meets you right where you're at. The second thing about God's love is it's not about performance. It's about position. See, I have two kids. And when my two kids were born, they did nothing but trouble for me. They cost me so much money. They wee everywhere. They do other things. They vomit on my shoulder when I just changed. It cost me, I gotta buy a car seat, I gotta buy nappies, diapers, I gotta buy all of the clothes, there's so many things I have to do. Everyone says, oh, look how cute. I said, no, no, no. Look at this. I said, no. This thing's done nothing for me. It's cost me money. I can't sleep. All of these things. But you know what? At night when we put the kids to bed, as little as this child could do for me. Nothing. I loved it. Not because of what it could do for me, but because of its position. Because he and she, they're mine. So I would just at night go into their room. ฉะนั้นตอนกลางคืนผมก็จะไปที่ห้องของเขาจะ 
you call your friends over, look at this cute baby. Because something of my image is in them. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says if you invite Jesus into your life you become a child of God. Wow. The creator of all the universe. You are one of his children. And he doesn't stare at you at night when you're asleep in a weird kind of way. He stares at you and just goes, look. Not because of what you can do for him. But because you're his child. So the second thing is it's not based on your performance, it's based on your position. Third and final one, very quickly. Is his love is unconditional. The Bible says God showed his great love for us by sending his son. And Christmas is about Jesus. The greatest gift that was ever sent to earth. And the kind of love that God has for you wherever you are in your walk right now is an unconditional love. Which means no strings attached. Because you can love someone if they do something for you. But with God, He just loves you because He is love. And today, when the world tries to push you down, God will lift you up. I have friends that tell me, Jesse, God's mad at me. He's really angry at me. I'd say, what gave you that kind of impression? I say, he's not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. You got it all wrong. You think he's angry at you. You think he's out to get you. You didn't do this. You didn't. No, 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 no. He came for you. Not because of how good you can love him. But because of how good his love is towards you. It's got no strings attached. You don't have to perform. And it's a love that comes and meets you right where you're at. When you know a God like that, it takes a weight off your shoulders. It's not on me anymore. Because of what he's done. Hey, what I want to do, I'd love the opportunity just to pray for a few people. Pretty much every Sunday, we love to pray for people. And we love to give people an opportunity Maybe if it's the first time or second time or been coming to church for a little while. To know the love of God. Not the rules of God. The love of God. And today it, it only takes 
an opening of our heart towards God. He'll meet you. In the deepest mess or the deepest struggle you find yourself in. Or if you're going amazing. We still need the love of God. So right now, what I'd love you to do is simply just bow your heads. Just close your eyes. The reason we do that in church is simply this. It's simply for privacy. Because when there's a lot of different things going on, Sometimes we can think about what's happening tomorrow, what am I going to have for dinner, what are my family doing? But actually God wants to meet you. Maybe for the first time today. Or maybe you once knew God and you need to reconnect again. Because you feel like you've drifted or something in your heart has kind of drifted away from God. God hasn't moved, we have. God's love hasn't changed, maybe we've just drifted. And like I said earlier, He's such a big and great God, but He knows you by name. And I believe with all my heart that it's not by accident, not by chance, or just randomness. That God knew you'd be here. He wants to speak into your life today. So maybe during worship or during even that message. You're saying, I want to experience the love of God. Even though you don't know much or you, you have, you've maybe heard about Jesus, but you think, I haven't learned, I don't really know everything, but maybe your heart is still racing. And I've been in a meeting just like this. Where I was sitting in the room and it felt like everything that was said was just for me. And the best thing we can do is not close our heart and think, I'm going to do it on my own. The best thing we could do is open our heart. Say, God, if your love is real, I want to know you. So just while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I'm going to do something very simple. I'm going to give people an opportunity that I could pray with you right where you're seated. And I just want to know who I'm praying for today. So I'm going to count to three. I'm going to say one, two, three. And when I say three, if that's you, you're saying, Jesse, include me in this prayer. I want to experience the love of God. It will be my greatest privilege to pray for you. So, ready? One. Two. Three. That's you. Just quickly shoot your hand up. Thank you. Thank you here. Thank you in the middle. Anyone else? Maybe it's your very first time. Thank you. I see your hand. Awesome. Thank you. Right up the front here. 
Anyone else? Just so I can see it. Just keep it up just for a second until I acknowledge it. Thank you. I missed you. Sorry. Awesome. There's nothing like the love of God. There's nothing like God's peace and His love washing over you. Is there anyone else today? Just before we leave, this is your moment. Don't leave and then tonight think, oh man, I, I wanted someone to pray with me. I see your hand. Thank you so much. Right at the back. Just one more time. If that's you, just shoot your hand up. Thank you here. Anyone else? Thank you here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, church, can we give every person the biggest, biggest hand? Come on, let's give them a really, really big hand. Hands over here, over here, the front, over here as well. Come on, one more time. Let's honor them. Thank you for joining us for this message today. We don't assume that every person listening has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so today, we invite you to begin following Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible teaches that every one of us has been created for a relationship with God. Sin has separated us from that relationship, but God loved us so much that He gave us His one and only Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus lived, died, and rose again, conquering sin, Satan, and death itself. If we believe in our hearts that God has raised Jesus from the dead and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. So if you are ready to pray in faith, turning away from your sin and believing in Jesus for your salvation, please pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God and I ask you to forgive me and cleanse my heart from all of my sin. I receive by faith the free gift of eternal life, and I ask that you would fill me with the Holy Spirit. I thank you that I am born again as a child of God and that you have made me a new creation in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you have prayed that prayer for the first time, we would love to know and help connect you to a local church in your area. You can contact us on our website, numa.church. Thank you for listening.